Welcome back, my friends, to the Mailwright Real Estate Agent Podcast Show. You're on episode 134 with us, and our special guest today is Mr. Robert Newman, who is the founder of Inbound REM, that's Inbound Real Estate Marketing, which is a full-service real estate lead generation company that focuses on SEO. And since I have no clue what I just said, I'm going to introduce Robert. Thank him for being on the show. And Robert, give us a, a little bit of a 60-second commercial on who you are and what you do. Sure. So uh, SEO is is known by a lot of different... So m- my name is Robert Newman. I am a uh, founder of a, an online marketing company in Southern California in Van Nuys. And uh, I used to work for some of the really large real estate tech companies here in California, like uh, H&M Image and Imforza. And, and uh, those companies specialized in real estate. And uh, I developed a specialty for a type of inbound marketing that is commonly known as search engine optimization. And in its simplest form, search engine optimization is you provide an answer to a question that somebody hasn't figured out how to ask yet. So you mm. put up a lot of content on a, a website and you try to make sure that you have addressed a question that somebody might have if you do that very, very well and send the right signals to Google, Google will reward you with ranking, and that is the heart of SEO. Nice. All right, Robert. Well, we're going to dive into some questions here in a minute, but I want to give my co-host, Mr. Jonathan Denwood, an opportunity to say hi to everyone. Jonathan, take it away, sir. Oh, hi there, folks. I'm the founder of MailRiot. We're a online platform that helps real estate agents get more quality leads with emphasis on Facebook. Back to you, Thomas. Thank you. And I'm Thomas J. Nelson. I'm a residential realtor here in San Diego, California with Big Block Realty. And I'm helping folks like the military, senior citizens, and folks going through a difficult time with a divorce uh, make good decisions uh, during challenging times. Uh, If you have a need for a realtor or just a consultation with one, I'm happy to chat with you. You can reach me through my website at thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. All right, let's get back to Robert. Now, Robert, I've been anxious to talk to you because um, first thing I'm going to say right out of the gate, I've been all over your site. And what I love about your videos um, or your vlog um, is you talk pretty plainly about the competition and the other companies out there, um, talking about the pros and cons of working with them. Uh, Have you had any blowback from anyone because of how frank you are about their performance? Yeah. I have actually. Uh, so Agent Image is owned by three guys, uh, John Crab, Tiger, um, and uh, Luigi. And I know them all. And so Agent Image is um, one of the 10 companies that I, rev- that I did a really in-depth review on. And I got a call from John. And uh, John asked me to go to a dinner with him. And his, John is a very, very nice guy. And his, his approach to basically telling me he thought that I could have done a different kind of job was to explain to me all the things that his company was doing differently these days because I worked for them for a while. And I covered that in my review. And so we had a, we had a real nice dinner. And, and it was about an hour and a half long. And um, yeah, he, he, he had some things to say to me about the, <laughs> about the review I had done. But you know what I appreciated about it is you were you were just flat out naming um, a lot of the companies that I'm familiar with uh, being marketed by and advertised to, and uh, it, it kind of gave me a, a reality check on that they they all have specialties, but they don't all necessarily offer the full package. And I think that's important to know because one of the things that frustrates realtors is we don't understand 
technology as much as the people providing it. Um, and we have these expectations that are always uh, not being met because uh, these companies can do one thing really well, but not um, everything that we're hoping for. And you have that top 10 list that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a company out there that um, is, is the full package? I, I, I mean, it, so, so that language, full package, is a little bit vague, okay? But, but if I was to think deeply about it, I would say I don't feel like anyone, myself included, really truly offers a full rounded like let's say marketing offer but it does depend on what you mean by full package because you've got uh, lead generation you've got branding you've got uh, email marketing you've got social media there's a lot of different ways that you can go in terms of what you mean by full package but if you were saying like an all-in-one which is something that realtors seem to be obsessed with like a, a crm a real estate website and some type of transaction management system? The answer is unequivocally no. There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's an honest answer. And, and I was kind of deliberately oh, I, I actually- because I, that's how realtors think. Where you're like, why can't it do it all? So I appreciate yeah. your answer. Jonathan, what, what's up? Yeah, it's just that also it's a, it's a bit like realtors marketing to a specific audience in their own market. And that's, I think we all now agree that that's a good idea, don't we, Thomas? Well, when you say real estate agents, there's all different subgroups at different stages in their career that might need different kind of different types of product and services, if you understand what I mean, Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's people new with low budgets, people long in the tooth with big budgets. There's people that are focused on luxury and, and Robert covers that a little bit in, in some of his videos. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a great point that I think part of the disconnect and maybe Robert, you can comment on this is that agents are being vague with the company and the company is not properly explaining the expectations uh, maybe for fear of losing them. Uh, well, no, we don't do all that. Here's what we do do quite well. And is it that maybe it's going to take more than one company to satisfy one realtor's complete set of needs? Yeah. So, so in my experience, it's it's always going to take more than one company. Also, um, having to. I, I mean, I've done this for ten years, and I'm always on the phone. Like, I'll be on the phone with a realtor as soon as I get done with this 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 interview today. So, so getting them to transmit the information to you is a little challenging, but I do feel like it's in the, in the role of the provider to do so, to say, hey, these are the questions that I have for you to try to see if you are a good fit for whatever the offer is that we have. My frustration and the reason that I, I put out my blog, as you pointed out, is because so many people obscure the truth and a realtor doesn't have the innate knowledge because they're not technology experts. They don't right. know all the questions they're supposed to ask right. right out of the box when they're talking to a provider. Like they make assumptions sometimes and it's really odd to me, but sometimes they just assume that you're going to provide leads. They don't ask like, what is the conversion rate? How many am I going to get? How Like if I spend a thousand dollars, what's my actual lead generation expectation? Right. They don't even know to necessarily ask that question. They assume it which they shouldn't do. 
Right. And I think that's what, I mean, that was my early frustration with technology and, and I'm, I'm going to date myself. I'm going back to like 98, 99 when, uh, when I was buying my first website and talking to uh, the original lead generation companies of that day um, and just it always falling short. And, and the thing that always frustrated me as a realtor is they always got all their money up front and all the risk was on me. You know, well, we'll sell you these leads and then you're, you're on your own for what you do with them. But they never really um, qualified the leads to begin with. And, and it got frustrating. And, and so we, I, you know, I personally started distrusting companies like that because they were getting my money up front and they were, they were happy. But then I'm left with these leads. And I don't know, what, you know, in some cases, if these were people that even wanted to hear from me, but based on the res response I would get from some of them, you know, so right. what, let's start with that. What are some of the, um, you kind of touched on it, but what, what are like, maybe like the best, you know, top five questions uh, a realtor should be asking a company like yourself um, when they're hiring them, you know, what, what, what should they be sorting and qualifying? It really does depend on, so I'll give you a couple of things. So first of all, a realtor should have uh, at least a vague idea of what their digital marketing plan is when they call a guy like me. Okay. And what I mean by that is they should know when they initiate the call, do I want a branding site or do I want a lead generation site? And what the definition of those two things are. A branding site, roughly speaking, is, is, is something that if somebody finds it on their own is going to tell your story. That's a branding site. Okay. A generation site is something like Real Geeks provides, where there's really not that much to the site. It looks, it's plain, it's got a search bar, it's got areas, and yes, there's information about the realtor, but it's buried somewhere in the back of the site, and you're really, you really have to go out and find it. That typically is a very common lead generation type of website, where really you're branding the search experience and you're hoping that somebody registers with the site. And the two messages, the two calls to action are actually quite different. It's hard to get them both correct on one site. Usually you kind of have to focus on one or the other. So that would be number one. What, what am I, am I looking for a lead generation site or a branding site? Number two, how am I going to drive traffic to it? Like, do I want to do social media marketing or do I want to do PPC? Do I want to do SEO or do I want to do a combination of all those things? And if you don't know what those are, if you have no clue what those types of traffic generation are, you should hit the pause button and not spend a single penny until mm. you can at least figure out the basic language of what it is that you're buying. Like, like how are you going to get traffic to my, to my website? So that's question number two. Question number three would be, all right, now that the traffic is coming into the site, how are you generating conversion for me? Like, how are you going to take that and turn it into a name, email address, and phone number that I can call today? Right. What is conversion to you? Like, for instance, Zerpel doesn't give you a phone number. And every um, single realtor that I know that, that uses them is just insanely frustrated because they didn't bother to ask, right. does my lead come with a phone number that I right. can call? So what is a conversion to you? So this is kind of like a three-part answer. So it's, yeah. like, what is a conversion to you? the provider and then uh, what, like how many should I expect for how many dollars that I, that I spend? Uh, number four, uh, what is your recommended follow-up process system? So, so, so a lead generation provider probably doesn't provide follow-up like, right. They, they don't give you, but what's going to happen after the lead is generated. That, that should right. be a question that gets asked because sometimes providers 
we'll have um, uh, an answer for you. And then last but not least, number five is um, is there any automated follow-up included in, in this lead generation system? What I mean by that is is uh, does your IDX system, if you're a real estate website provider, does it have uh, email drip campaigns? Uh, what's going to happen once my lead is actually generated? And, and I know I know four and five kind of sound similar, but they're really not. It's like, are you getting automated emails? Do you get automated texts? Because that's something that does happen with real geeks. Do you um, so like like the details of what happens like yeah. after the lead is generated? No, I think those are great questions. And I, I, you know, it's kind of ironic because we get frustrated with our clients for not asking all the questions and making leaps. And then they're, they're throwing their hands up and having um, panic attacks when something happens during a transaction. And, and of course we make the mistake of assuming they know better. Uh, and then we turn around to do the same thing when we're hiring SEO and lead generation. Well, uh, that, that's also the point of this podcast, isn't it, Thomas? People? Exactly. This yeah. is why we have people like you on, Robert, because yep. it's not only, I'm not only just trying to plug my own service product. I am trying with Thomas to educate people. Sure to ask the right questions and have the right expectations. So Robert, on, on that uh, answer that you gave, what, what I'm hearing is that I almost need two separate sites or, or can one site do both or should I have a lead generation site separate from a branding site? One site can do both. One site can do both, but the job of branding yourself online, like I would almost say that even, even a, a like, um, like if you contact a service provider and they're going to do high quality content, I would even say that your branding efforts like, like this to me, this whole podcast, you guys are branding yourself. This is a, a type of content that you two are producing and it brands who you are as people. If somebody watches it, this is the type of thing that every real estate agent should do and have a channel to not, not this specifically, but something of that nature. Right. And they should have a channel separate of their marketing company where they're basically establishing their voice to their audience. And I strongly believe that as independent business people and with the technology that's available to us, we should all be doing that at least a little bit. Take an hour of your time, explain to somebody online who you are and what your philosophies of doing business. We'll see if they can connect with you. And um, I, I, I believe that everybody should be doing that. Well, you know, it was effective on your site because, I mean, you're living proof of it. I mean, you know, Jonathan um, sometimes invites the guests versus me inviting the guests. So I have to go learn about the guests uh, that Jonathan invites. And I went on your site and you did that very thing. I mean, your videos brought me right into who you are, what you're about, what your philosophies are. Um, I got a very deep cut of who you are and it, 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 it warmed me up to talking to you before I even got to meet you. And, and I think that's the effect that we're, that you're, you're, you're suggesting that all agents do is put something out there that um, invites people into who you are and, and it gives them an opportunity to connect with you. Yeah, that's, that's basically the philosophy of inbound marketing. It's giving somebody enough information to, so, so first they have, they have a question that they need, uh, like you, you, you find a dilemma that nobody is addressing and then you address the dilemma and you do so in your, your personal voice. And that's the whole premise of inbound marketing. That is the premise of my site. I address things that I, I feel like questions that realtors have about technology, about real estate uh, websites in general. 
and I address those questions, but I do so in my real voice. Who am I as a person? That That's how I answer the question. Right. And that's usually kind of like a, a brutally honest. I, I was always this way. Even when I worked for these guys, I wouldn't really back down. I would tell them, hey, I don't think this is, <laughs> I don't think that, that, that we're doing this right. I think that the real estate agent should own the website. Real estate tech guys hate hearing that. They hate hearing that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like these guys should own the service that we're that we're providing them. They're just like, that's just not economical. And I'm like, it, it, yeah, but it makes sense to the customer. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because um, I was gonna. That was gonna be one of my questions. Since you brought it up, let's dive in because sure. Jonathan and I have this conversation all the time, and we're in agreement on it. it. We always talk about leasing versus owning, and that's essentially what you're doing. If you don't own your site, you're leasing it from someone else. And and as you've mentioned in some of your videos, you don't have full control. In fact, in some cases, you have somebody telling you what you can and can't post, right? Uh, because they're in control of the content that you're posting. So. How, how does someone, though, um, own a site when they're new in the business and they don't have a big budget? Um, what, like, what's a way for a, a new agent to get started with ownership of a site and a blog? So with uh, – you could do a WordPress.org site. You could do um, a WordPress.com site. It really just depends on how limited your budget truly is because there's out of the box solutions that come with like blogspot or wordpress and these are free they they they, they cost nothing okay and i would suggest that a realtor start there and at active rain which which active rain you don't own but it does teach you how to blog right wordpress.com or wordpress.org blog like a wordpress.org blog you also don't own so if you're going to get to something that you own you do you have to have at least enough knowledge to set up a blog. Now there's tons and tons and tons of how-to videos out there that would make it a six or seven hour process, including including one that I did on Active Rain. So you, you have all these case studies on how to set up a, a real estate website. Honestly though, if you have more time than money, that's exactly what I would do. So if you have no money or very little money and you're trying to get into marketing yourself, in my opinion, You've got uh, calling expired listings and you've essentially got setting up a blog. You can go inbound or you can go outbound. Which way are you going to go? Um, gotcha. If you're like me and you want to do, you want to stick with the internet, setting up your blog is the is really the best way to go and you you just do a WordPress blog. Yeah, can, I, can, I, can I quickly say something about that, sure. Um I think the key thing you've got, because with MailRite, we've got a, We've got a kind of hybrid because we're using WordPress, but we also got technology that we've developed. So our position is if the client we host the sites for the client, but um the actual look of the site, the actual um branding, the look of it, they can take that out and they they own all the content which they've produced. Mm -hmm. And I think any reputable supplier thomas what agents could ask is can i export my content easily and can i get it into um my own let's say wordpress as an example can i take my content export it easily and get it into another platform with some chance that i won't want to shoot myself after the process <laughs> i won't want to kill myself afterwards and i think that's the key thing you're going to ask thomas can i is would that be would that be for for like an exit strategy or to have a duplicate site i mean why would you um, well, why would you want to export it 
Well, because if you get fed up with the provider, you get fed up with the service okay. that you're getting from that that website provider. If you can't do those things and you spend a lot of time putting a load of content into that website, you're a bit buggered, aren't you, Robert? <laughs> you are. But 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 I would I would humbly suggest that for you and most other like whoever whoever the real estate technology provider is my opinion is is that they need to be doing fully exportable WordPress installs. So you said you're hosting for your for your customers. I host for my customers too. But when I say that I give them the ownership of the site, they can take the whole damn thing and move it. They don't need to take the content. They can take the site and then yeah. they can move it someplace else. They can else. do the same with us as well. They can take the actual site and right, which is the around. which is the easier way to do to do it. And if you're using a platform and it, it does depend on where you're, you're hosting your client sites, but I host on WP engine and they literally allow for what's called transferable installs inside the same hosting environment. So, so if my client wanted to, they could bail on me and go to another pocket on the same hosting in the same hosting provider. And really in terms of how difficult it is for me, it's a click of a button. It's one, it's one button. So, so that moving of the entire site and everything that, that, that belongs to it, like if they get fed up with me is something that could be done quite easily. And that's what I think that, that I get frustrated with, with, with even real estate tech providers is that they don't make it easy for their clients to bail and they should, we should hold ourselves accountable. We should yeah. say that if somebody's not having a great experience with us, that they can leave without, for instance, another thing would be if you make them change hosting environments, they have to do 301 redirects. So, so they have to, they, there's things that they have to do or, or that they might have to do depending on what exactly how they're moving where they have to, to, to maintain the ranking. So if you, if you're like me and you're telling people blog, 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 and then, and then they do, they blog, they blog, they blog, and they get rank on Google. Now moving the site, involves an added level of complication in order to keep that rank that oh, you've got. Yeah. So you can't then say, oh, and now it's also going to be extra difficult for you to move because you're going to lose all that stuff that you just got. You got you to gotta make it easy, in my opinion. I mean, that's, well, that's you know, and I, I feel about it. I see what you're saying, too, is that because if you really believe in your service and your product, there's no reason to hold people hostage. And, and that's the number one thing I ask people when they call me. I talk to I, I talk to a lot of solicitors. I got a I got a sick uh, pleasure out of talking to other people that sell because I always love to hear their pitch. And, and, but one of the first things I ask them is, is it month to month or a contract? And they always want like a six or, or 12 month contract. And I thought, well, what if I don't like it after three months? Well, you're in a contract. Well, you know, then I'm a hostage. You know, if you believe in your product, I can come in and out and, and I'm not going to want to leave. So why would you be worried? Right. You know, it, so that to me tells me a lot about the provider uh, in my mind, whether it's true or not, that's the, the, the leap I'm making. If, if it's a 12 month contract, you don't believe in your product. Um, and here's the thing, and you know, where where the whole blog and everything else, the guys, the Thomas and, and John, like, like, you know where the frustration was with me? I talked to guys like you guys who've been in real estate for 10 or 15 years and every single day, you know what I have to overcome first? Like the actual, like complete and total 100% certainty that my, my prospect has, that I am a crook, that I am <laughs> going to make off with their money yeah. and provide no value because that's what 95% 
of the people that they talk to do. And that's why I started like a blog. It's really to just address the questions of what does like what does legitimate service look like? Right. What do the top produ- like providers of these services really do? Because unfortunately, a lot of them have really shady and short- short-sighted service packages, and yep. you've experienced that. So now you're frustrated. If you talk to me, I've got this massive hill to climb before I can even get to talking to you about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Yeah. I think we uh, need to go for a break, Thomas. Yep. Um, so we're going to go for a break, folks, and we're coming back. And we're, we've had a passionate um, discussion <laughs> with Robert already. Um, <laughs> so uh, it's going to continue in the second half. You don't want to miss it. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. Um, we've had a, a passionate discussion with Robert Newman. Really fascinating discussion. Say we're geeking out is understatement. Uh, back to Thomas. Well, you know, Robert, to pick up where we left off, I agree with you. You know, I, I'm. It's funny. We we both climb the same hill every day because I have to deal with the people that were exposed to 85% of my industry that are crooks or, or just complete imbeciles about the way they uh, conduct real estate. And then, and you know, so we unfortunately are thrown into the lowest common denominator when we actually do care about people and the service we provide in our reputations, we have such a hill to climb um, to, to get past people's fears. Um, but, but I think, uh, you've touched on some great ways to do, address that by, by blogging and, and um, some video uh, that just lets people in on who you are. And that's kind of where I want to go with the next question is because sure. um, n- not a lot of people um, bring up blogging like like I would expect them to when we have them on the show. Um, and, and you seem to be pretty passionate about it. You obviously have a great blog yourself. Um, I'm an avid blogger on Active Rain, so I'm in your camp. I mean, I, I have over a thousand blogs out there or posts out there on my blog. Talk to me about um, the value of blogging in 2018, and and more importantly, how to make your blog uh, attract business. How how does a blog bring in business? Okay. Well, first of all, if we're talking about 2018 specifically. You really can't talk about any kind of, of online marketing in 2018 without saying video, video, video. Okay. So, okay. so um, I'm going to give a, a couple of, of super fast tips to why YouTube specifically is the way to go. If you're blogging, you always want to include a video and there's two things you want to do on that video. You want mm-hmm. to transcribe it which is a hidden way to get extra value out of YouTube. Oh. YouTube views, so they will uh, do, use Google Translate to take whatever it is you said and they'll, they'll put it on the video. However, what most people don't know is Google reads a handwritten tan- transcript as pages of content. So your video secretly can have pages of content that are connected to it, which adds to oh. how Google perceives it in search, how they perceive it on your website, everything. 
Last uh, or the other thing is geotag the video. It's a very small little thing that you can do inside the video, but Google uses it for their hyper local search results. So if you're doing these two things, if you're if you're transcribing your video and you're putting in a geotag, you're already way ahead of everybody else in terms of using video on your site. And then you use a video in connection with your blog post, which um, my experience has been not only does it get Google ranking, but in addition, people really connect much more deeply with visual, most people are kinesthetic learners. They, they want to see you or hear you or they want to see you doing whatever it is that you're talking about. So use video, use a screen share, use record your screen, but use video. Okay. Uh, and, and when you're blogging, sorry, that, that, that connects into the blog thing. So, and these are both features that the average user can find and, and incorporate uh, if they're using YouTube, if they're pretty savvy with YouTube. Um, yes, I, I, I think you're going to have to actually like educate yourself slightly. I don't think it's, it's the average user. I've given okay. you two tips that I learned from one of the top gaming, um, YouTubers that there is that's out there. And I just kind of threw them in my, you know, through these secrets into our little, our little podcast here. But, um, and, and so it's not common, like it's okay. not common at all, but, but if you if you take the time and you follow up on it, it's gonna it's gonna probably change your change your world. Even if you've already been blogging or vlogging. Well, and I would imagine if you want to learn how to do it, you could find it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you could. No, you can find almost anything on YouTube. You can yeah, to, like change your headlamp in your car on YouTube. There's everything is on YouTube these days. And oh, if yeah. it isn't, you should do it. Like if you ask a question and you don't find the answer, to me, that's I love that because then I'm like, oh, there's something I could do a video on. Like, as soon as I figure out how to do it, yeah. I'm going to turn around and then do a video on it. There you go. Well, um. So just to be clear on what you're saying, though, is I would still write a blog, but then maybe in the blog, embed a video that complements the blog. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and then um, just one more question on that. So if let's just say my content is uh, the top five things that um, produce um, curb appeal for your house. Right. And what would I do in the video different than what I typed into my blog? What would what, what would the bonus material be, for example? You, so if it's if it's increasing uh, curb appeal, like if that's really truly the topic, you're going to go to the house and you're going to point out. So so that could be you know paint the windowsills, put in a you know flower planter, uh, throw in uh, cookie dough into the the oven right before you show the home. You would show yourself doing these things. Okay. You would go through those steps, or if it's something you haven't done yet, you'd show where it would be done. You like, you'd say, okay, here's the windowsill, and here's here's my idea for you know curb appeal. I love stuff like that. By the way, the the kind of video that you just described. If I was a homeowner, I would eat that up like a professional realtor telling me how to potentially stage my home. Oh my god, that would be that would be brilliant. Awesome. Well, all right. Well, that's good to know because I mean I think sometimes. Um, I mean, we get probably too hung up on the process too. I mean, it doesn't have to be this big elaborate uh, film. It, it's just you and a and an iPhone out on in the field. It doesn't have to be this big production, right? It's. I mean, I think actually people appreciate more of the authenticity of that than something that's um, overproduced. One to three minutes with a realtor on their iPhone is far more credible than one of those. 
aerial shots with all the music because yeah. you know what we don't like we are advertised to so much we're commercialized what i and i've made a very good impact myself just by doing this i, I find something you're passionate about get on your phone like it and just talk about it. Just it, it, just make it important to yourself. Like whatever that is. Like like you 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 were saying earlier. Hey, I I've got these other people that haven't done this stuff right. What right. is it that your competitive realtors aren't doing right? Then get on your phone and say mm. I've seen other guys not do this right. Not list the property right. Not do the square footage right. Not talk to the not be at the property when the appraiser is there. You know, so so that I can make sure that the property is getting appraised the correct way. Whatever it is. The, these are things you should be on your iPhone. Just talk about because the, I feel like the passion will come through. Through is is my opinion. All right, I like that. So now, now I'm going to ask you a very candid question, and this is specific to me. Sure. Um, I'm, I blog all the time on Active Rain, and one of my frustrations is with the amount of blogs I've had, and some of them have gotten me business. But in the ten years I've been on Active Rain, I've maybe done three deals because of my blogs that I can attribute to my blogs. Yet there are people on active rain that are bragging multiple deals per year. What are they doing differently? And I know this is, you know, a, a vague question because you don't truly know, but what could you conceive that they're doing differently to get their blogs seen better um, than I might be doing? Cause I'm just posting on active rain and hoping and praying. Okay. Well, the deals that you've gotten on Af on ActiveRain have they been mostly mostly referrals from other realtors? Um, two, two of them were uh, well, actually, all three were from other realtors, but one was a result of a realtor reading my blog versus the other two that knew me from being on the site and had nothing to do with a, a specific blog. Okay, my experience is exactly what you just mentioned with with oh. with, with uh, ActiveRain. The realtors that I talked to mostly use it as a as an enlarged networking environment. You right. are mostly speaking to other realtors. Um, I'm actually talking uh, in in the very early stages talking to Active Rain where they're asking questions about how they can get back to a place where their blogs are getting recognized better by Google. Yes. So you are really not getting a lot of external traffic. You're mostly getting internal traffic from Active Rain, which means that how would you get more business from Active Rain? The meetups that they do, you'd have to start networking using that platform as the basis for your network. But if you do that and other realtors start to share your blog and, and as you see with the Nelsons and Ballon and other people that are on Active Rain, these are like what they're doing is they're becoming hyper proficient at networking with other realtors. They're sharing their blogs there. And that's what you'd want to do. You'd want to get more into the social aspect of Active Rain and quit thinking that people are going to stumble across your blogs. They're really okay. not. They're right. really not. You're going to have to get active on it and you're going to have to sit here and share other people's content and strike up a, a conversation with them. And that way, it in particular, I'd be looking at other like Eastern Seaboard real estate agents that might have snowbirds that are coming over here. I target my efforts. I look at those guys that are mm. doing coastal cities because you work in a coastal city. Right. So focus on the, the influencers that also work in coast, coastal cities that are on active rain because they might refer their migrating clients to you. Okay. Well, gosh, you really cleared up a lot because, uh, uh, you know, again, it's about expectation. It's like, why, why isn't Google seeing all my great blogs? But you just laid it out. It's, it, it's kind of trapped inside Active Rain. So I have to refocus 
what I'm using Active Rain for. Uh, but and, then, and, and, it, and also, Thomas, do take in mind that Active Rain, Active Rain is great, but it's like putting content on anybody's platform. You should really concentrate on the platform that you own and utilize other people's platforms as a way of marketing your original content. Right. Well, and that's actually where I was going with my question, Jonathan. So thank you for bringing that up because what, what I wanted to ask you, Robert, is um, if you are an avid blogger and you want more uh, SEO for your blog, would you actually do something like a WordPress blog first and then, as Jonathan said, maybe uh, duplicate it on Active Rain um, so it gets that exposure? But um, if you're setting up a, an outside blog out out in cyberspace, there, where what, how how are you? Are blogs attracting people on on their own merits? Are are you getting clients from having a blog, or is that just furthering your brand once they've already met you some other way? I can't speak to 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 what everybody's doing, but but uh, you know, I'll do half a million dollars on the service side of my company that was a hundred percent generated off my blog, like a hundred percent, like, like my blog generates me anywhere from, uh, 10 to 30 inquiries per month. And, and right now that, that number is ramping up significantly as one of the pieces of content that I have is starting to rank really well on, uh, on Google. I believe what, what, what Jonathan said is 100% correct. The best method when you're using external blogging systems like uh, Active Rain is to own your own blog, have, have primary content, but you can duplicate your content, but you don't want to do that all the time. You want to synopsis your content and then put okay. it on another platform, kind of lead the bait, bait them into your primary content, but say what you were going to say in a different way. That's what I do on Active Rain. I kind of summarize my longer posts. And the people that are interested in the deeper data, they can go. And if they're not, if they're just interested in a, a surface view, like I don't need to know, I don't need to read your stuff for 10 minutes, then they've got a, a, a extremely 30 to 60 second thing that they can read on Active Rain. Okay, gotcha. So, so in other words, I would have like my my uh, 2000 words on my WordPress site and then maybe do a, a 500 word on active rain that if they want to continue reading it, it drives them back to my content on my WordPress site. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Correct. All right. And then, but, um, and, and I'm just going to ask the question cause it's going to be a clumsy question, but, um, how is your blog generating that much, uh, uh, how, that many leads per month? Like what, what are you, what are you doing uh, to get get it out there and get it exposed. Uh, before Robert answers that, we need sure. to wrap up the show for the podcast part, Thomas. And uh, people can find the answer when they go and watch the bonus content, can't they, Thomas? <laughs> Jonathan does this to me every week. So okay. we got the cliffhanger question that you're going to have to always check out on YouTube or or on the MailRite site uh, or continue watching us on Facebook Live because... The podcast is closing out, but we're going to continue on video. Uh, so with that said, uh, Robert, before we close out the uh, podcast portion, could you uh, let people know how to get in touch with you if they want to get more information? Well, you know what? If they, if they want to get in touch with me, just go to inboundrem.com. That's the word inbound and then rabbit edward michael.com. Really, that's it. 
Okay, wonderful. And just we'll have uh, all Robert's information on uh, the uh, show notes, folks. But again, it's uh, Robert Newman with Inbound REM, as in Real Estate Marketing. And uh, Robert, thanks for being on the show and hang out here with us for a minute. We're going to sure. keep going. Uh, Jonathan, if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? That's really easy. Just go to the website or go to the MailRite Facebook page. They're the two best ways to get hold of us, Thomas. All right. And if you'd like to reach me, Thomas J. Nelson with Big Block Realty, you can find me on my website at thomasjnelsonrealtor.com for all my social media and contact information. Um, and I look forward to connecting with you folks here in San Diego or if you have someone on their way to San Diego. I do enjoy your referrals. <laughs> All right. We uh, are going to jump over to the video now. So uh, we'll learn the secrets to uh, Robert Newman's blog uh, SEO uh, uh, on the video. So come join us there and we'll see you next week on the podcast. Bye-bye.